Reader's Entertainment Radio presents Book Lights with your host, author Lisa Kessler. Book Lights, where we're shining a light on good books. Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I can't believe it's August. Oh, my gosh. But this is my birthday month, so it's all good. Shout out to all the fellow Leos out there. Hope you guys all have a great month. And to kick off August, today we have Charles Brakefield. He is half of the Brakefield and Berkey partnership, writing Cozy Mysteries. I can't wait for you to meet him. If you haven't read his books before, I will read his bio here so you can get to know him. Charles Brakefield works as a data telecom solution architect and supports digital security, blockchain solutions, and unified communications. He enjoys writing studying World War II history, travel, and cultural exchanges. Charles loves wine tasting, cooking, and Harley riding, often provides writing topics. Much of his personality comes from his father, who served in the military for 30 years and three wars. Charles grew up in multiple bases in different countries, and the multicultural exposure helped him with various character perspectives that they bring to the series. His personal ambition is to continue to teach his co-author, Berkey, humor. Breakfield and Berkey together build stories as fictional story writers. Storytelling is the best method to share excitement, thrills, and insights to today's technology risks. I did put a link to their website right there on the Blog Talk site. So if you want to check that out, you can sign up for their newsletter. They have information on all their books and short stories and audiobooks. There's all kinds of information up there. So be sure to give that a click. And without any further delay, are you there, Charles? I'm there, ma'am. All right. Great to have you on today. Good. Thank you. And before history rolls over, um, may I say happy birthday month coming up. Ah, thank so. you. <laughs> Thank you. It's it's a good one always, so I'm I'm happy. <laughs> so you have a new book coming out. It's on pre-order right now called The Killer Enigma. You want to tell everybody about it and why they should run pre-order it? Well, if I could, I'd like to give a little bit of background information about why we stepped out of techno thrillers and moved off to cozy mysteries. Okay. And. Um, it, it started with a uh, we're part of the, a group of uh, highly spirited uh, authors, and uh, the, uh, the lead renegade author threw out a challenge one day that said, "Hey, quick guys, I need some uh, material for my blog site. Um, here, everybody, write me a story about you know thousand, two thousand words, something like that, uh, on this uh, picture." And it was just a simple uh, single mass, single hull uh, boat sitting on the mud uh, someplace, and he said. Write me a story. I don't care. You know, put it in your genre, your terms, uh, and then send it to me. We had so much fun doing that that one of the overachievers said, "Hey, why don't we take this up uh, uh, another step? Let's go ahead and build our own our own city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our own city called Magnolia Bluff. And in that city, uh, we'll we'll build our own characters, uh, our own uh, character universe." Uh, our own story threads, um, and we'll, we'll share characters back and forth, um, and you can pick up some of the uh, uh, story threads and then uh, camp onto them like we've had done with our book. And so um, there were nine of us last year, 
And the first book that we came out with, so it was not book number five, it was The Flower Enigma. Well, uh, we got invited back again for this year's, uh, and that's what the killer's oh, enigma is about. And so, you know, uh, it's a multi-author uh, authored series, everybody with their own um, point of view, uh, their own perspective, character set, if you will. Um, and it's uh, given us uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of fun exercises. It's a uh, closed mystery, uh, classic definitions. So um, and we, what we did, we took a couple of our characters from the uh, our technical thriller series um, and brought them over. They're trying to get away from the, the paparazzi uh, in their daily lives out of Brazil. And so they, uh, they, uh, they got advised to go to uh, this, uh, this little town called Magnolia Bluff in the Texas Hill Country. And in the first book, they stumbled into some uh, technical threats and, and some, uh, some really awful uh, bad people that uh, nobody knew were, uh, were running around. So um, they helped they basically become urban legends in the first book. And so we bring them back from the second book, and there's, it's the same problem. You know, they, they're trying to get away from the uh, – she's a supermodel. Uh, he's a, a high-tech uh, dweeb out of, uh, that works in the cyber threat security arena. And they're just trying to get, you know, go have their first anniversary. They're trying to get away. And doggone it, they figure, they figure, you know, here's a chance to be able to go back. We'll go back to, to, to Magnolia Bluff because lightning never strikes at the same place twice, right? <laughs> well, it does. And so um, it was another fun exercise. And uh, we've actually had a, a, a got an author after, after us that's, um, you know, she said, hey, can I borrow the, uh, you know, the B&B break, the bed and breakfast uh, owner so that uh, I can use her in my story? And we said, sure, just, you know, but the rules are um, yeah, don't whack one of my main characters. Okay. That, that's, uh, <laughs> um, we actually had that problem in the first year where we're riding along. We got this character uh, you know, that we borrowed from somebody else. And then he came through and said, um, uh, pardon me, uh, um, endless, a thousand pardons, endless apologies. But I, I cracked that character, so you can't use them. I went, ugh, wait. So um, <laughs> we, we had to go back and do a little bit of surgery on, for that character. And so uh, it was the, uh, there's a little bit of uh, give and take, and there's some, uh, you have to shop your, uh, your characters and say, okay, I want to, you know, if you want to borrow this one, that's fine, but here are the ground rules for it. So um, it's kind of an evolving puzzle. Um, but in the Killer Enigma, which is we'll have available um, for um, release August 20th of this month, um, and it's a uh, it's another experiment in a uh, you know, cozy mystery with uh, you know uh, people who don't expect you know that they're going to step into another uh, horrific uh, set of circumstances, and how it unfolds is is, uh, is how we write. So that's what we got planned for this uh, this release. Fun. And I wanted to ask you, what was your inspiration behind this pairing? Because you have a supermodel and a cyber crime guy, it sounds like. Is he a detective or? Well, in the, in the cyber world, yeah, he is. In our, in our techno books, the, the, uh, it's the cyber good guys versus cyber bad guys. But everybody needs okay. a break from their day job. And so he's like, okay, I don't want to look at a computer. I don't want to do this. But, you know, invariably it's like, well, bring out the computer. Let me figure out what's going on here. <clears throat> Let me help do the detective work. Um, and he's, uh, he's well-liked um, and so is she. Uh, you know, they get the, 
in the first book. They have pro- problems with the, uh, they're trying to just, you know, keep a low key because they don't want to, you know, call attention to themselves. But they step into a, uh, a, a series of problems that basically have puts them in harm's way. And then when they're attacked, it's personal for him. So um, that's where he gets the, uh, uh, the, the reluctant hero um, gets switched off. It's like, okay, now I'm going in full bore. Right. And then, yeah. Yeah, and this next book, basically, it's um, all right. We're, we're coming in. We want we want peace and quiet. We don't want to have a lot of hoopla. And um, because of the all of the, uh, the the splendid stuff they did in the first book, um, they walk into this uh, into the bed and breakfast, and it's like packed with people with well wishers and just like, oh, we're, we're happy to see you again. You know, you know, hugs, kisses, and he's like, uh, oh, come on, you know, really, guys. And so they they, <laughs> they, they they try to navigate that, uh, and it, uh, the the story kind of builds from that uh, that that standpoint. <clears throat> I mean, it's uh, it's a lot like what uh, uh, Stephen King uh, once once told me. He said, "I like to build, and you should wait that you should build your tension. Start off with that." You know the out- outdoors, the uh, you know the, the wonderful um, you know kitty cat, collie dog, uh, one point two kids uh, family kind of thing, um, and then once you've got all of the angelic stuff put in place, then turn loose the monsters. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it, when it, you, yeah, it's true. <laughs> when but, you dreamed up the series, did you have you always had the same two main characters for all these books? No, no, we, uh, I mean, characters uh, grow, they evolve, uh, we shuttle people in, we, sometimes uh, there's, there's characters that are like, okay, that's as far as we want to take that, uh, that character, oh, okay. um, yeah, thought process, <clears throat> I mean, we had uh, the 12 books in the Enigma series, and then <clears throat> we started a second series called the Enigma Heirs, and that's, uh, that's in parallel to the, uh, the uh, Magnolia Bluff uh, Cozy Mystery series, so, uh, we're exercising our, our, our uh, writing muscles, if you will, trying to uh, you know, do better, try to uh, tell more engaging stories in, in different uh, different genres. You know, we don't have very much tech in, in the Killer Enigma, and it's but it's uh, it's got a, a lot of uh, tender moments. We've got, got some uh, uh, a couple of funny moments where you know we've got like you know <coughs> calling nine one one and having the uh, you know uh, explain. You know, the problem to somebody and have them disbelieve what the issue is uh, was uh, was one of the other, the fun chapters that we had. Uh, uh, so uh, it's not all tension all the way along, but there's uh, there's tension that builds in background. Okay. Well, when you it sounds like your background is in a lot of tech and that kind of thing. What was your writing journey like? Did you always want to be a writer or did you get the writing bug later or was it your writing partner who said, "I need you to come help me write this part?" You know, how did what did your writing journey look like to being a published author? Well, it, it's curious because uh, she and I uh met uh, she actually hired me at, at, uh, at a job uh, way back in the, uh, the dark ages of, of the tech industry, and uh, we, uh, we we bumped into each other in uh, multiple companies. Um, the one where we started uh, beginning of this uh, this century uh, at uh, Norto, <laughs> we were we were actually um, consultants for in an outbound capacity, and you'd go to these these uh, companies, whether it's a distributor or the end user. 
They say, hey, what's wrong? Tell me what I need to do to fix it. Uh, we do the analysis, and then the natural uh, uh, delivery item is a white paper. Here's the recipe for fixing what you got that's wrong. Yeah, I'd use a lot of my technology, but here's some of the other stuff that you're going to have to get. <clears throat> well, um, we, we were doing that uh, you know, for, for several years, and then she came to me one day and said, hey, uh, we got this, this company that wants, to publish, wants, wants us to build some tech manuals. I went, okay, what's that look like? So, well, it's like the white papers, only it's on steroids. Uh, okay, <laughs> we'll do that. And so we did two of those. Um, I should tell you right now, the problem with doing tech manuals or anything, any kind of technology uh, white papers, they're almost out of date the day you publish them. That's why you see the right? you know, second Yeah, edition. it all changes Four, so yeah. fast. Yeah. yeah, 14th edition, 15th edition. They're trying to keep it the you know, current. It's like, so uh, I was... Uh, I was a little bit miffed, I'll be honest, and you know, so I, I picked up my marbles and stomped off and said, I don't want to do this anymore. And uh, c- a couple months later, she circles back and says, okay, all right, new deal. Um, how about uh, we, we do fiction? I said, fiction what? Well, high-tech fiction, we use actual technology that we see day in and day out, uh, some of the weird uh, stuff that you get that uh, you have troubleshoot, and I went, okay. We use fictional characters. We do fictional stories, but the, we have technical facts baked in. Um, I said, well, I don't know. I said, plus, we get to kill people and not go to jail. And I went, whoa, <laughs> there's a clincher. All right, all right, I'm in. <laughs> that sealed the deal so, for you. <laughs> <laughs> so by uh, by 2012, we were uh, doing our uh, rolling out our first technical thriller, and then um, – you know, because we're in the, in the high-tech world, uh, we just, it's just a conveyor belt with the problems coming through. I'm like, okay, here's the new technology. Isn't it wonderful? Yeah. Okay, let's look behind the, the hood. Oh, gosh, this looks nasty. How do we fix this? Because <clears throat> um, the bad guys are always ahead of the cyber good guys, always. Right. And so it's always a struggle trying to get ahead of them. You know, that's what you read about the, uh, you know, places like the pipeline on the East Coast or uh, solar winds is like, well, they got in, and we are toast. So um, we didn't expect them to attack us that way. All right, let's go back, take a look, fix it, and go forward. And then, you know, that's all they have. They have nothing else to do except, you know, trying to get into your knickers, and it's, um, it's a shame, but there it is. Right, right. Well, when so when you started writing this, did you have any idea you'd be doing it 10 years later? Um. Well, what happens is that you know we get we get one done, you know, and it's you know bring it to market and do do all the the neat stuff to go along with it, you know, fluffing and printing, and then an idea will hit us, and the four most terrifying words in our language is "I have an idea," okay, <laughs> and so whichever one of us springs that on the other one, yeah, that's when we go we start you know that, that the other person starts shaking and quivering and like, you know, then it, it's, uh, you know, it's time for a hot toddy and uh, you know, some uh, muscle relaxing to be able to study your nerves. And then it's like, all right, give it to me. Give me the idea. What do you got? And so <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll script it out. Um, yeah, we use a spreadsheet to be able to capture the uh, possible chapters, maybe some, uh, some character development on the side. Uh, and then we use our uh, our patent pending technique of uh, literary ping pong, 
for being able to bat it back and forth, the chapters, um, until they're, they're, they're finely polished and honed so that you can't tell who's writing. And that's the, that's the key for us, and it's important for whatever it is. You read it, and it's like, um, who wrote this? Even my editor comes in and says, who wrote this? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, I was, that kind of dovetails into my next question. I was going to ask what it's like having a writing partner when you guys are doing this. It sounds like you both write and edit everyone's words, right? Is that how you do it? That's right. Yeah, it, it's so it's like, okay. Um, and it, it's actually a, a benefit to have a, 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 an astute uh, colleague like Rox uh, uh, Berkey working with me because, you know, I'll write something and she'll go, Charles, no female on the planet would ever say that. Come on, come on, wake up here. <laughs> all right. So it's like, okay, we, yeah, all right, maybe I'm a little old school and uh, all right, I can be taught. Uh, and every once in a while, uh, She'll say something, uh, put it in print, and I'll go, oh, do come along. No male on the planet would say that. We need, they need more masculine-sounding words like dozer, pipe wrench, two-ton semi, stuff like that. And she'll look <laughs> at me like, uh, I'm not sure you, you took in your meds this morning, Charles. So, uh, you know, let's uh, <laughs> I love that. Do you guys ever argue about where you think a story should go? We don't really argue. It, it basically, it's a debate. And then, so, okay, here, put forward the argument. Here's what I believe could happen. And sometimes it's a, it's a false start. Uh, uh, and sometimes it, uh, uh, it's a, well, I think we can make this better by filling the blank. So it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a crafting um, exercise so that it's not just, uh, you know, uh, everything is perfect all the way down the line because that's never, never how it works for us anyway. Because what happens is sometimes the, car- the characters will, you know, set up and say, no, 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 I want to go this way. They'll actually talk to us and like, all right, oh, that, that's, I never would have thought of that. You know, thank you, uh, character A, character B, for, you know, giving <laughs> us that, uh, that um, unusual insight that made the, uh, and, and it shows up in the, in the reviews because people say, I've never would have affected some of those twists and turns, and that's, really kind of was the characters. <laughs> I, always, I always say that, too, when I see, you know, trademark Lisa Kessler twist in the reviews, and I think nobody was more surprised than me <laughs> when those <laughs> characters do that. I'm like, wow, I was surprised. <laughs> yeah, you, you, tell, you tell that story to somebody who doesn't write, and they go, huh, excuse me, what? Uh, you know. yes. I'm, glad you, I'm glad you appreciate the statement because it's, uh, it's uh, most gratifying. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what makes writing super fun. Um, yeah. Do you guys have any plans for other genres? It sounds like you did techno thrillers, and now you're doing cozy mysteries. Do you have some other genres you guys want to tackle? Well, in the short story um, universe that we've uh, we've done, we've got a limited amount there. I've got uh, uh, one historical fiction, which is actually the uh, you know we, we actually had somebody say. Oh, um, where did these this uh, your cyber good guys come from? This R group, and so we said, let's 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 bring them into the uh, character universe and show where they came from, and this is where the, all the modern day stuff happens. So we've got that. We've got some uh, uh, a couple of cyber freebooters that uh, gals that are trying to put themselves through through college. Um, so we've got uh, some romance, uh, women's contemporary, we've, uh, short stories. Uh, a lot of them are 
I'll, I'll admit, they're, they're backstories for the main um, the main series, but uh, mm-hmm. they they help us branch out and take a you know kind of a you know sample some of the areas where it's like, okay, what about this? Here's the World War II one. Here's the uh, contemporary fiction. Here's uh, a mystery. Here's the suspense. Here's a um, you know well, whatever. And so uh, it gives us a chance with the short stories to experiment. Well, at the same time, we're you know we're we're building a character universe that's got depth. No, oh, I like that. So, what is next for you guys? This book's coming out in a couple weeks, but what what are you guys working on now? What's next? Well, the new series, uh, the the, uh, the first twelve book series is called the uh, uh, the Enigma book series. The second series uh, is called the Enigma Heirs. So. Um, as you'd understand, um, people age, get tired, you know, they, they retire. Um, but uh, invariably, you have the next generation that you've been educating, mentoring, teaching to take over the business, and that's what that's what the Enigma heirs is. That, you know, all of the old guard is uh, is transitioned to uh, you know a comfortable easy chair and uh, you know you know late afternoon uh, you know, adult beverages of their choice. Um, and the, the new generation is now in control and trying to carry the mantle forward. And it's, it's an interesting exercise because you always wonder, you know, did I give them, give them enough information? Did I teach them everything um, that they'll need to know to be successful? Is it possible that I can do more? And the answer really is no, you can't. All you can do is teach them to think because they will never be able to tell them everything that they're going to run into. Um, if you can do that, then, you know, I also want the lotto ticket numbers too. So um, they're going to stumble. And that's kind of what the, um, the Enigma Heirs is about, is a new generation taking over. Um, they're young, quit smart, but they're seeing stuff that nobody's ever seen, and they're up against some of the, the craftiest villains that uh, we've ever assembled. So, um uh, book number two in the Enigma Error uh, series should uh, premiere next quarter, uh, first quarter of next year, uh, March, oh, April timeframe. Yeah, it's going to be called uh, the Enigma Forced, and it's going to have some. Uh, uh, we're doing a lot of research. We do research on all of our books just to make sure that it's, uh, it's technically correct, and you know we're not you know coming up with bogus statements that don't make any any sense. So, um, but it's a uh, um, a lot of it's going to have so we'll have some issues with human trafficking. We're going to have some issues with the uh, um, the import of illegal uh, narcotics. Uh, um, you know, and it's uh, it needs to be woven together so that it's uh, interesting. Um, and fight the good guys, the good guys versus the bad guys. This is what you know is the heart of all the stories that we write. So, how do you get above the uh, the good guy, the bad guys? Is all the fun in uh, how you create. An interesting story. Yes, and speaking of that, can people read this story that comes out in two weeks, The Killer Enigma? Can they start there, or do they need to go back and read them from the beginning? We we strive really hard to make sure each book is a standalone, and the uh, of the all of the books in the Magnolia Bluff series are standalone. Um, you know, you pick up, uh, if you just pick one of them out, they're all you know, seriously great reading. Um, but they do build, they do borrow some characters back and forth. The Enigma book series, 
same thing. They're all written as uh, standalone novels for the a threat that's uh, uncovered, fought with, and then resolved by the end of the book. Um, but the characters are going to evolve. Yeah, they're richer if, if, they, if they're read from the beginning to end. But um, it's not fair to, uh, to write something and say, oh, well, uh, here's a cliffhanger. And you got to get the next book, or you know, go back and pick up the one before, because you'll never understand what's going on. I, I, I find that right. unconscionable. So right. I, that's just yeah. that's not fair. <laughs> well, that's good to know. So anyone who's listening who hasn't read the series yet, you should be able to uh, grab the Killer Enigma and not be lost, which is always good to know, especially mm-hmm. since you've got like this is book sixteen, right, in that series. Right. That's right. Yeah. And again, it, it's a uh, you know, it's part of the series, but it's from uh, Breakfield and Berkey's point of view. It's the, uh, the story that's self-contained, um, but you're, we're going to be bumping up against characters that, that will appear in other novels as well. So um, it will have nice. a familiar, familiar familiarity to it, uh, but it, there's no, no dependency. Oh, I didn't read the book before. Oh, shoot, i got to go back and get that. No, no that's... That, no, none of us do that. Um, but uh, we, but all we, of us authors secretly hope that you will, <laughs> that you'll go, oh, my gosh, what's that character's story, and go back and get the whole series. Well, we're up against some very uh, great, great writers, and um, but um, I, I'll, I'll, I'll wager that uh, we have some excellent talent uh, for, uh, for a reader's uh, um, entertainment, and, um, and they're all going to have a different flavor. So, um, you know, I... You may have some that you like better than others, but uh, um, I promise you they're all standalone because we've uh, we've read all read all of them. And to be able to keep track of some of the characters and some of the character activity, because I, I you know, we imported some of that into our book as well uh, for the, uh, the the bank president uh, and uh, his uh, uh, domineering wife uh, is uh, one you know that there was they were actually introduced in book number one. So um, you know we've uh, we we. Uh, pull forward a lot of the uh, the different uh, character information to make sure that it's uh, um, you know day one, day two. I mean, you're getting different perspectives of the city, uh, but they're all encapsulated for that particular book. All right. How much of you is in the cyber team? Um, I guess it's fair to say that there's a you know there's a, a chunk of me in just about all the characters. Um, <laughs> Okay. Um, and uh, I'm, I, I have high confidence that Rox Berkey would say the same thing. Um, <laughs> and that, and that's, that makes it uh, easy. For the number of people we've met, the, you know, the number of places we've gone, uh, she's you know, done consulting work in Japan, uh, you know, done consulting work with me in Brazil. And, you know, um, we've, uh, we've worked all over. So, you know, a lot of, of that, that the international flavor uh, really right. comes from us having done a lot of that and seen some of these places, which gives it that extra spice, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. uh, am I, uh, you know, one of the, the cyber villains? Uh, well, to be honest, I have to put myself into their, their shoes to figure out if I'm a really awful person, what would I do on this particular scenario? And sometimes um, I, uh, we surprise ourselves, and sometimes the uh, things that we postulate come true. Right. Sometimes we do tap into that super conscious up there and go, oops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we uh, in book number book number 10 of the Enigma uh, uh, book series about cryptocurrency. Um, we had postulated that Venezuela would have to have their own um, 
uh, cryptocurrency because of the way that they trashed their, their, their uh, economy. And mm-hmm. doggone it, if they didn't go and do that just before I had the book released. It just went <laughs> slow. That was, well, thought, that, that, that was, that's the spooky part is when stuff you, you know, you, you fictionalized and it comes true. Like, whoa, right. no kidding. Right. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, well, we are quickly running out of time, but I wanted to find out if you are, you know, running contests or are you on social media? How should readers get connected with you? Well, if, uh, if you'll go to our website, which is uh, enigmabookseries.com, there's actually a, uh, um, a, a raffle copter uh, application up there. So any applic- any review that uh, anybody will write and publish on you know the, the, the usual suspects, and then t- give us a link and put that into the raffle copter, you can draw be in the drawing for a twenty five dollar gift certificate every month. Oh, nice. Oh, I saw and there was a list of winners. I wondered what that was for. Yeah, and there's some free stuff out there for. You know, for the people who are worried about their cybersecurity, um, that's part of us giving back to the community. So there's some free stuff out there. And our newsletter, uh, happy to put you on that. Uh, and uh, you can keep track of us all the time. I'm great. So everyone, there is a link right there on the Blog Talk site if you're listening live or listening later. So give that a click and you can sign up for their newsletter so you never miss a new book that's coming out. And be sure to go and pre-order The Killer Enigma. It will be out August 19th. And thanks so much for being here, Charles. It was great chatting with you. Thank you, Lisa. Much appreciated. Okay. Talk to you soon. Good luck with the new release. Thank you, man. Thanks for joining us on Booklights. Be sure to connect with us at www.readersentertainment.com for articles, blogs, videos, and podcasts that matter to readers. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.